Council Roundup brought to you each and every week by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch, also open on Saturdays. And don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. So it was off last week, and they had a committee of the whole. And uh, this week, they had a full committee, uh, full council meeting, rather, where they uh, had uh, led ordinances that were on final passage, and they, they passed them. Uh, so we're not necessarily going to go piece by piece into those particular ordinances, though they are important because a lot of it's spending your tax resources. Uh, but one thing that was discussed last week and this week dealt with how to uh, handle those experiencing homelessness, uh, especially after we had the uh, Christmas Eve fire that's considered the largest structure fire in Springfield in quite some time. Uh, and again, if you're uh, joining us uh, watching online, you can see just uh, that uh, severity of a fire and uh, the old uh, Goodwill Sorting Center that uh, was all an entire block of 11th and Enos. And uh, it's speculated and then later confirmed that there were squatters in there, people who were homeless, uh, taking uh, some, some refuge inside a vacant building because of the immense freezing conditions that we had during that uh, the holiday period. Uh, you look out right now, and it's it's warm, you know, considering uh, it's not uh, yeah, 30 degrees below zero overnight. Uh, but uh, with mild conditions, you, know, you might not be thinking about this. But even when that fire uh, erupted, uh, it very much was something top of mind for a lot of people uh, and, and, and how, we, how we deal with those experiencing homelessness. Uh, so that came up uh, last Last week at the uh, Springfield City Council, where uh, Alderman Ralph Hanauer, uh, he laid out uh, his concerns about uh, just what's going on with the homeless population and how to deal with this. And this is from last week where Alderman Hanauer uh, talked about uh, how how we need to we need to get to the bottom of this. We've got these homeless advocates that are out there and. If you read the articles, it makes you lead to believe that they knew people are in these, they're squatting in some of these places. To me, it's their responsibility to let us know or let the police know or whatever to get them out. Because what we don't want is, in this case, we didn't know how many people were in there. I mean, they, we could have lost 10 people or whatever. And then the secondly... We, we don't want our firefighters to roll in and, you know, have to, they're guessing, so they're trying to go in and out. That's how we get, get people hurt or, or killed. And to me, it's their responsibility to let us know about when they know where people, if they're giving bags or whatever and they're going there, they know people are squatting there. So he's really looking for those who are already staffed to deal with outreach of those experiencing homelessness. Where are they at in these instances of knowing if people are going into vacant buildings, especially when we have sub-zero temperatures as we had uh, on Christmas Eve 
leading to somebody going into a vacant building, starting a fire to keep warm, and then things get out of control, and you've got resources having to be spent to search for the possible, uh, you know, uh, the possibility of, of people dead inside these vacant buildings that are burned out. Uh, and it's it's not a, a fun topic to, to have to talk about, but that's exactly the types of things that Springfield City Council and city councils across the country uh, are having to contend with. More from Alderman Hanauer from last week. I wanted more money for, for us to tear down vacant buildings because these we, the people get in and squat in them. They build a fire because they get cold. The building catches fire. Our firefighters have to come in and then they go in to try to try to help them and some of these buildings are not they there's no way they can be rehabbed so again that was from last week alderman ralph hanauer just raising some of those concerns this week a full city council meeting one of the issues was around four hundred thousand dollars for the salvation army uh to deal with this issue some more uh but they also had josh sabo he is a local uh advocate for uh, addressing homelessness and uh working to develop uh partnerships with the city the county and various nonprofit groups and uh sabo in front of the Springfield City Council last night laying out uh, some of the latest that he has to propose uh, for for how to address this issue. Uh, We want to reach functional zero, uh, which means that if a person experiences homelessness in our community, we want to be able to wrap the the supports and services around them to help them end their homelessness within 30 days. And Josh continues. Is that right now, the number of people who are experiencing homelessness in our community beyond what we currently have services to meet is growing by around 155 people per year. And so the, the urgency, the need to, to really address this issue in an effective way uh, continues to grow. And- so you can you can see that this is an issue that's not going to go away and it needs resources to address homelessness. Uh, Josh, uh, he lays out what, what some of the proposals are uh, that uh, that hopefully we can get everybody on board with, uh, he says. So uh, he, he lays out at least one of those proposals, talks some more about numbers and the needs and the staffing and so on. The first, the first core strategy is to create new supportive housing opportunities to help people in their homelessness. Um, what we do know about homelessness is that it's a complex issue, but at the end of the day, it's housing that ultimately ends homelessness. And when we talk about housing, we're talking about supportive housing, the housing that um, includes a rental subsidy, but also includes case management, connection to other services that help a person stabilize and address whatever challenges and barriers they may have in their life and, and ultimately to thrive. Um, so what about the numbers? You know, we, we heard uh, about 1,500 people they know in their database and how it's growing, you know, a certain number every year. It's a problem that's not going away. But uh, how do we get to the root of this? What are the numbers that we're looking on, uh, you know, laid out there on the table, Josh? There are 1,142 people who are active in our, our database. Um, inside of that, our community only has 230 permanent housing opportunities. So that means permanent supportive housing, rapid rehousing, uh, a few other voucher-based type of solutions. So the, the need for housing far outweighs what we have available for people. And he talks about other needs. Uh, we need to create 765 housing opportunities over the course of the next five years. So to put that you know, in scale, currently we have 230. 
we need to build 765 over the next five years. That's not uh, an easy task, and that's going to take a lot of resources. And Josh Sabo uh, talking about uh, the staff that he has already on it trying to connect people with these services. Uh, our community housing navigator is staffed at Helping Hands, and uh, Nick Dodson's here with us. Hey, Nick. Um, he's done a tremendous job helping people connect with housing opportunities, engaging landlords, getting landlords to utilize vouchers. Um, we've seen a lot of success through that. And uh, Sabo also talking about uh, how uh, these these dollars that are coming in from the federal government, from the America Rescue Plan Act, COVID-19 relief dollars, mind you, uh, being used to address homelessness. He lays out uh, what those dollars are going to be used for and how much is available. Yeah, so when we talk about 765 housing opportunities, uh, th- those $2.4 million could create 40 of some of the most challenging housing opportunities for our community to develop. But that's not the uh, entirety of all the housing that they need. 40-some-odd housing from $2.4 million when he said that they need 700-plus uh, of these types of housing options for those experiencing homelessness. Um, he also talks about, uh, you know, some of the things moving forward in their proposal, a, a new board to help manage some of these resources. And so the lived experience advisory board will be uh, a board and it'll be a, you know, where people will be compensated for their time, but we'll have a, a leadership stake in, in helping our community to scale these solutions and, and bring them to bear. And then the housing task force is connected to that first uh, first strategy. If we're going to create 765 housing opportunities, uh, we're going to really need to collaborate, build partnerships, and and really put in an incredible amount of effort to not only find units, but figure out how to support landlords who make those units available and support the agencies who are who are providing services in those units. But that teamwork, it's going to have to go beyond just this new board that's created. Uh, you're going to have to bring in uh, teams from, from all around, not just from the city, not just from nonprofits, but also from the county. We're at, we're, we would love for the city and the county to formally adopt this plan as your plan uh, to address homelessness over the course of the next five years. Uh, we'd love for you to support the development of the Heartland of Heartland House as the backbone organization for reaching the goals of this plan. Uh, the county has uh, we've put together a budget for six hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to include uh, staff, to include training for organizations, uh, the lived experience advisory board, and other components. Uh, so the county has committed forty percent. Capital Township has committed twenty percent, and we would ask the kitty the city to to match uh, the county at forty percent. So how much are they asking for? What are some of the questions that older people have? We'll get to that and more here with the Council Roundup. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk, the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch, Head West Subs. All right, stay tuned. Much more coming up, and uh, including uh, a question about what's going on with the Legacy Points. All right, back with the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch, Head West Subs. And let's get back to the conversation last night at the full Springfield City Council where they had Josh Sabo there, um, somebody who's helping organize the efforts to try to combat homelessness in Springfield. And Alderman Ralph Hanauer last night uh, asking a series of questions. Uh, Here is uh, Alderman Hanauer uh, laying out just some of his concerns uh, about, yeah, there's a lot of resources that are going to be available, but what do you do with people who don't want that help? Here he is. Have any rules? They don't want to follow anything. They, they, you know, they, they just they want to live 
their life free and easy, whatever. But sure. um, I mean, I I just am concerned about the ones that that either they're mentally ill, you know, they they don't want help from anybody. They sure. want to do their thing and. and and Sabo uh, talking about yes, indeed, that is a a problem that uh, there is. Like, of, and is that of something those that... who who can't you know find the right resources to get the help they need? And Alderwoman Conley, she's chiming in here to uh, to talk about that issue in particular and uh, other things that uh, that that deal with low barrier shelters. And those are the shelters where uh, they don't have strict requirements of being sober or showing up at a specific time. Uh, they're low barriers of entry to allow for people who who don't necessarily want that wraparound type service but need to get out of the extreme elements and is that something that we can really start you know feeding into i mean we're, we're looking at a four hundred thousand um, dollar grant to for salvation army to run our existing emergency shelter is, is the plan that, that those funds will be used and that's going to work into this program so that we're going to see this where we are right now will springboard into this system. Sabo responding to Connolly's question. Uh, so a lot of that has already already been done and already already in, in motion and, and I think is, is well prepared to make a seamless transition into what's next. So uh, we've got, uh, you know, the, the questions of, uh, you know, other grants and other teams that are going to be offering up various services and Sabo continues to provide some context of their plans. I think part of part of the challenge, right, we have a plan. We're excited about having a plan, but we have no desire to sit here for a year ago and say, hey, but we still have a plan. I mean, we right. want to we want to see things get done. And so, uh, you know, these material, you know, having resources actually come to bear so that we can actually create these housing opportunities is the next thing we have to get to work doing as soon as we can staff up. and. Others also chiming in, including Alderman Donnellan, about uh, resources that are going to well, be I want available. to be clear of the amount. You're asking the city this evening to uh, consider putting in our budget, and my, I don't have my glasses, but I'm just trying to focus in here, $250,000 for the next budget, right? Right. Is that in the draft budget, Mr. McCarty? But we are still working with OPED to finalize a couple of final things which we hope to do tomorrow. Fair enough. So it's a good thing we're having this meeting tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Alderman McMiniman, he's uh, got some questions that he wants answered uh, about the, uh, the the money and uh, how that's going to be spent, but also who's going to be involved in making the decisions uh, to spend those tax resources. Here is uh, Alderman McMiniman uh, laying out some of those questions. I think part of, part of the challenge, right, we have a plan. We're excited about having a plan. I want to be clear of the amount. You're asking Damn, we'll get the to city it, this. All right, here we are. All right, let's uh, move over here to Alderman McMiniman. All right, here we go. This is the strategy board for the Heartland Housed Entity that's been developed. and You're asking for an annual budget of $650,000. Um, would this budget be managed by Continuum of Care? It would be managed by the strategy board. So uh, a, a board of sorts to help deal with the homeless population uh, and uh, the strategy board. Uh, how would they be comprised? Who would be on this board? How would they be paid? It's the strategy board for the Heartland Housed Entity that's been developed. And that entity is seeking a profit status, um, you know, to establish 
it's the continuum of care has never been a 501c3, so it's always been fiscal agents and, and things like that in order to get things done. So uh, this allows us to streamline a lot of that. But McMiniman uh, continues with his questions about uh, how you, exactly this is going to be managed. Have you broken up the $625,000 into position titles and that kind of do thing? We, have a, we do have a budget, so it's not all, it's not all staff. It includes um, you know, training and doing those types of things so that we can provide uh, services for, you know, enhance what, what agencies are able to do. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but it includes um, doing some of the consulting work that we need to do to sort of improve the system and try to bring it up to speed quickly. Um, you know, rental for offices, all that type of stuff. More from Alderman McMiniman about the uh, questions of management of these resources. Um, does Mayor Langfelder get in involved in hiring of those persons? Of course not. Does the county chair get involved in that? Of course not. So who's going to be the hands-on manager of that money? It's a good question. Uh, who is going to manage that money? Who's going to be the one uh, dealing with those hundreds of thousands of dollars? Who's going to be the hands-on manager of that money? The person, the top manager, the person that manages that money. Okay. Yeah, the, the chair of the committee is, is Kim Mobley over here. Um, so the executive committee is Kim, Kim Mobley, Val Yazel, uh, Dominic Watson, and Tim Haworth. So that's uh, uh, who's going to compromise this or be composing this board. Uh, Sabo also talking about uh, various costs. The So that, I think, Alderman McMiniman, part of when we talk about creating those 765 housing opportunities, there is a significant amount of funding that will be needed to do that, right? right? So that that's, you know, the... Again, 2.4 million, rough or 2 million could get us those 40 housing opportunities. So it gives you a sense of, um, you know, how much that's going to cost to to really meet the goals and the plan. And the funding sources are going to have to be diverse. We're going to have to go after as much federal funding as we can, uh, state funding. But then we're also going to have to, you know, the work of the strategy board is to really align any community funding in the direction of this goal too. So. Still more to come. Uh, we've got a few more things to tackle when it comes to how the city is looking to deal with the homeless population, uh, especially after that large fire on Christmas Eve uh, and uh, the, the the temperatures getting really low and people getting into vacant buildings and the problems that are uh, a result of that. Uh, so we'll hear a little bit more of that. But then we'll get into questions about Legacy Point Sports Complex. We've heard a lot about that. And a year ago, a year and a half ago, 10 years years ago the possibility of a, a similar type of sports complex but alderman hanauer he wants some answers on a timeline all right back with springfield's morning news it is the council roundup brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west few other things to get to from last night's full springfield city council meeting and a lot of the conversation was about how to deal with homelessness and alderman joe mcminiman uh having a series of questions that he had for josh sabo from a local community group that that's working to bring resources together to uh, deal with homelessness. Uh, Alderman McMiniman chiming in to uh, to talk about the current lay of the land when it comes to the amount of shelters that there are. Here is uh, Alderman McMiniman uh, laying out some of his uh, ongoing questions. We have, um, at last count, some 13 various shelters, various types of shelters of different kinds within, this, within the city, and we need someone who's going to be responsible for kind of assessing all of those shelters and deciding whether the money is well spent and who's making progress and who hasn't. Some really tough uh, management is needed out there. That's... Uh 
So, yeah, uh, a lot of uh, different shelters already uh, in operation. And how do you go about uh, bringing all those resources together to ensure that we've got the the staffing and the resources necessary to deal with this issue? Um, here is now uh, the Salvation Army, who is in line to get around $400,000 from the uh, city of Springfield to operate one of those shelters. And so um, the agenda item is, is talking about funding the shelter that we've been running. I think we took a great step forward when we went to year-round instead of just uh, over the winter. Um, I think that made a huge difference, and we saw the results. And uh, the the results are that you have people who uh, do get uh, resources and the help they need uh, from the Salvation Army, uh, even when it's not really that cold out uh, in the summertime, for instance. Over the winter, um, I think that made a huge difference. And we saw the results over the summer when we were averaging 35, 40 people a month. Um, we've always assumed in the past that the summer is okay and people can go out, but um, we've shown that that's not not true. And so we're we're really we're really glad to be part of this system and to be part of this the progress that's being made. And so yeah, coming to you to ask for the ability to keep funding this through through until the job's done. Yeah, and uh, is the job ever really going to be done? I think that's a big question uh, that uh, we all kind of know the answer to. Uh, Homelessness is not just a recent problem. It's a problem that's persistent. Anytime it's been under 32 degrees, we've been open for sure, or if there's a storm of some kind. Um, Otherwise, we focus on the, the afternoon hours. Um, when there's less places for people to go. All right, so that was um, a, a little bit of the conversation about how to how to deal with homelessness in Springfield. Moving on to other city business, you had uh, Alderman Hanauer uh, raise a substantial question of something we've debated here uh, and heard debated for, for months on end, a year plus, two years, and so on. Uh, it's the Legacy, po- the Legacy Point Sports Complex, where a lot of different taxes are being uh, offered up to uh, allow for building of this and uh, giving resources to the building of this, but where is it exactly? Here is uh, Alderman Ralph Hanauer. We, can we get an updated timeline on that? Because they've they blown through the timeline they initially gave us. Um, I, I, I happen to be in Lake of the Ozarks over the weekend. They have a, um, a uh, like a legacy point down there. And today they just announced that because it's been so popular and, and it's, it's been bigger than they could imagine, they're doubling the size of it. And they're going to have it done by next year. So we, can't, we keep hearing promises and promises and promises. I believe we have increased the, the, the tax, the hotel tax, correct? And now that tax is building up, I hope he doesn't think he's getting it right now because he hasn't done a dang thing to put a shovel in the ground. So Alderman Hanauer wants some answers on a timeline. When is this actually going to be dealt with? When are we going to actually see some some shovels in the ground to get this done? Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel, uh, he chimes in on uh, kind of where we're at in this process. Uh, I was going to say, I know they've been meeting with the various taxing bodies. I'm pretty certain they did reach an agreement with the school district in the last 60 days or so. Uh, We were told that they were working with the uh, park district or it had some request or discussion. They're outside the current performance parameters. That's been explained to them verbally. 
uh, and they understand that they have the obligation to produce reports and show what the, uh, uh, if you will, progress. So are we going to hear more about this? Yes, absolutely. No question about it. And uh, we'll, of course, bring you the latest here with the Council Roundup each and every Wednesday on WMAY. It is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. I'm Greg Bishop. Coming back, we will discuss an issue that's expected to come up at the Illinois State House with the Illinois Grape Growers and Vendors.